welcoming into the studio right off the bat here one of the most knowledgeable wrestling brains that I know of as it relates to high school wrestling. I say wrestling. wrestling yeah. Jeff Mosier <laughs> uh, from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, your day job. But yeah. you love you some wrestling, the I state do. tournament I do. over the weekend. What yeah. a what a weekend it was. Yes, yes. And 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 again, Delaware County has a a long-standing, outstanding history of excellent wrestling. Uh, we've gone through some droughts at different periods, but uh, just has a long, long-standing history, uh, and we were well represented again this year. We wanted to put the wrestlers in focus right off the bat this morning. Thanks for doing this for mm-hmm. us. You know more about the particulars, some of the history, and some of the pageantry uh, this year for our listeners that uh, didn't pay close enough attention. As it typically is, the the state finals were not in Indianapolis. They had to move them because of a basketball yeah, game. Yeah, some little basketball game. A bunch of tall guys <laughs> playing ball. Uh, How did it work out there? You were there at yes, Evansville, yes. yes? Yeah, they moved it to Evansville to Ford Center, and everybody was like, "How would you? Why would you put it in the corner?" But I'm sure that the IHSAA looked at every possible option in the central part of the state. Uh, frankly, we'd love to have it at Wortham, but we really don't have the hotels and we don't have the everything you need for and really don't have the capacity. It's uh, Wortham seats 10,000 and, and we get you know, upwards to 12 or 13 when it's at Bankers Life or Cambridge. And or it was a sellout at Evansville, you told well, me, more or less. That, yeah. That's what they originally oh. said, okay. but they had held back a bunch of tickets. Okay. Unfortunately, my guesstimation, uh, the Ford Center seats 13,000. Uh, it was a little over half full. Okay. All right. So well, the, let's get into the names. I yep. want to give these yep. wrestlers their proper due. I asked you to to uh, look at the individuals, and there were a lot of them in the schools in our immediate area. Yes, and, and in our area, East Central Indiana was very well represented. 16 state qualifiers from six schools. Nine ended up uh, moving on to Saturday and placing. Delta had the most at six, uh, Newcastle with three, Cowan with three, uh, Jay County with two, Union City with one, and Yorktown with one that actually made it uh, to the state finals. Uh, and you always have to talk about some storylines. There's a bunch of them, but one I don't want to forget to mention right off the bat is every year at the semi-state, there's called the ticket round. It's the round you have to win to advance. And every year there are upsets there, and gentlemen that should have been on the podium never make it to the state finals and we had one of those here from delaware county justin boone an outstanding wrestler from yorktown was uh defeated in the ticket round at semi-state and all of delaware county wrestling wept uh it was a sad moment we had one of those in my family in 2001 number two ranked my oldest son was number two ranked in the state and ended up getting upset in the ticket round out of all those you just mentioned the individuals how many of our guys advanced to the uh, to the final round of the state uh yes absolutely but we had no uh we had no runners up for state champions this year okay um highest place this year was uh, third place and that was uh, Aiden Bollinger from from your, uh, from Delta. Okay. Uh, had a he got third last year. Repeated that performance, um, and we'll talk about some of those in just a second. Um, but as we run through the individuals, let me just do it by teams. That's sure, the way sure. I've got it on here. Perfect. Uh, starting off with Delta having the most. Um, they had three of their six advance uh, to the placement rounds on mm-hmm. Saturday. Uh, Jensen Boyd came in undefeated. 
we really expected him to be on the in the finals, but he lost his first match of the year as a freshman in the semifinals to an undefeated senior. Um, uh, who ended up placing uh, Aiden? Uh, sorry, Jensen ended up placing fifth okay. at uh, 106. So, um, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the wrong notes. But I right. apologize. Uh, right, Jensen right. ended up pla- placing fourth. Okay, fourth. Um, but uh, but anyway, he uh, lost a tremendous match to uh, Mason Jones, who ended up being the runner up. So uh, tough to tough to meet somebody in the semifinals. Uh, you had four of the best wrestlers really um, there, and he ended up losing that one. Okay. Now, Aiden Bollinger also lost his first match this year in the semifinals to a returning state champ, now a two-time state champ, Revan Dickman, nationally ranked wrestler from Brownsburg. Okay. So, uh, and then Cape Stebbins from Delta. Um, he came into this season 37-2. and He unfortunately ended uh, uh, his career to eventual semi-state uh, uh, in, individual, sorry, individual state champion in the quarterfinals. Uh, okay. It's tough to meet a state champion in the quarterfinals. Jeff Mosier's my guest. WMUN eight eleven. We're talking state wrestling from over the weekend. What about Newcastle? They're next up here, huh? Yeah, Newcastle um, had uh, two that placed. Gavin Whitehead. Uh, he placed sixth this year, and a young man who went undefeated as a freshman last year and won the state undefeated this year as a sophomore. Um, Thrine, he suffered his first loss in his whole high school career in a much-anticipated match in the semifinals to an eventual three-time state champion, Jake Hockaday, uh, from the team champions at Brownsburg. So that was tough um, to, 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 to see that loss. Um, Cowan only had one that placed excellent wrestler, Jackson Bradley. He was in a stacked weight class with six returning state placers. What's and that two... mean, stacked weight class? Oh, man, there were so many tremendous wrestlers ah. in that one weight okay. class. All right, gotcha. Yeah, there were, uh, s- uh, there were six returning state placers, okay, out of the eight Play six out of eight were returning state placers, and two of them were returning state champions oh, at different weight classes. That is it, stacked. Yeah, it was just really, really tough. <laughs> and Jay County, yeah, had a Jay couple, County right? uh, had two uh, that placed. Cody Rouse, fine young man, um, uh, ended up uh, his season. Um, uh, let's see, where did he end up? I saw, sorry, look eighth, at eighth. I think. Yep, I yep, think. Yep, he I've ended got up eighth. your notes. Here, I wanted so to make you sure did all the work. Here. <laughs> you, know, you did. He, he ended up eighth. Uh, good, good season this year. He was probably the most improved wrestler of the area. Uh, okay. uh, Cody was, and Tony Woods uh, faced uh, Kyrell Lavelle, a former state champion, and won a second one this year. Um, so that was a tough match uh, for Tony as well. What a story for Union City, you say, huh? Yeah, yeah. For I, I can't remember the year, 96 or something, the first, last time they had a guy at the state finals. Um, but uh, but uh, Braden Daniels, uh, by far the most underrated wrestler in the area, uh, just came on strong, had a tremendous tournament run. Uh, just so proud of him. Uh, he'll have another opportunity to come back next year. Uh, he finished seventh this year but got on the podium. And Yorktown's only wrestler that uh, made it did not get to a a place this year. Um, And, again, we were really hoping that uh, Justin Boone would be there. So that's a little recap on the individuals. Team-wise, Delta made it as a team. How did uh, did the Delta Eagles end up? Yeah, Delta came into the tournament to the state finals ranked fifth. Uh, They got tenth there last year. And, unfortunately, with only three of them advancing, three of the six advancing, they didn't move up on that uh, team score. They ended up back at 10th again this year. But, hey, 
tenth out of all the state of Indiana. Wow. That's outstanding. And uh, you obviously are an aficionado of all this data information and excitement. I assume there's probably no doubt whatsoever they're going to land back at Gainbridge probably next year, yes, right? Yes. That's, that, that, that's yes. a foregone conclusion. That's correct. Uh, centrally located, a lot easier. Boy, those northern schools having to go all the way to Evansville, I, I imagine that was a tough drive and all that. But yeah. uh, uh, anyway, uh, Indianapolis certainly was shining with that whole basketball yeah. thing. Hey, when's the last time we had a, a state champ around here? Did, did your, is that in your noggin anywhere? Yeah, individually. Uh, uh, of course, Delta had a dominant uh, in the 1980s. They, they won five of the ten state championships in the 1980s. And then there was a long drought. Uh, 1994 and 96, Eric Kirkhoff won a state title for Delta. And then there was another long drought, and it was to, all the way till 2010, and Ross Janney got the the first state title for Yorktown, um, and for after a long time. And then there was a long run of Yorktown wrestlers, state champion, state champion, state champion. And I'm, I know I'm going to miss some. Devin Jackson in 2012, Rhett Heaston in 2014, Brad Laughlin in 2017, Braden Curtis 17 and 18, and then Jacob Gray from Delta, Delta's first state champion since '96, wow. um, got back on the at the top of the podium in 2017. Uh, to my knowledge, that's the last uh, state champion from Delaware County that I you, can think of. You still are so into this. A couple of years out of high school you are. Yeah, a I couple. won't date you. <laughs> but, but, I mean, you feel their excitement, the athletes, the student athletes, and their pain still to this day when you're in the middle of this, don't, yep. don't you? Yeah. yeah, I do, because you get to know the, the young men and, and, of course, now young ladies. Uh, history was made this year, by the way. We can't go on without not saying uh, Julian. Ocampo, Ocampo. I said it wrong once when I was announcing the girls' state tournament the very first year I did that. Never will say it wrong again. Uh, it's Ocampo. She's one of the best wrestlers, female wrestlers in uh, the country. Um, this, she was the first female state placer at the boys' state tournament, and she did win in the ticket round, a comeback match. She was down by, I think, seven or nine points, came back, ended up pinning her male opponent in the third period, and the whole place erupted. Um, and she, so she, we do have our first female state placer. And by the way, girls wrestling is the fastest growing sport in Indiana. Uh, hoping for girls wrestling to be sanctioned by the IHSAA their next season or the following season. I have the privilege of announcing at Bankers Life five times being one of the announcers there for the state finals. And now I do the girls state finals as well. And, um, uh, so anyway, we're really excited about that. The tough part, Steve, is then I have to decide, will they let some of the girls that are already wrestling against boys at this higher level choose, or will they just say you have to girl, wrestle girls? And they've not determined that yeah, yet. Oh, IHSA oh. is probably meeting and determining what uh, next right. steps might be. Okay. Yeah. All right. But we have good. two or three girls that are nationally ranked here in Indiana that <laughs> um, they they there's no other girl in the state that could even – Stay on the mat with them. Jeff Mosier yeah. talking state wrestling finals for me and for our listeners. I really appreciate it. I want to shift gears one quick second. Sure. Put on your other hat, yeah. FCA. I know we are saving the date for yep. April, and wow, volleyball royalty coming yes. into Muncie. Yes. Uh, how many people get coach of the year, national coach of the year in any sport? I mean, that's a very small number. But for someone to get the national coach of the year, 
two times as incredible and our own homegrown Stephanie Bloom, uh, Yorktown volleyball player, now back as the Yorktown coach. Ball State, uh, you know, still holds several uh, accomplishment records at Ball State University. Two-time national volleyball coach of the year. Steve, the best female speaker I've ever heard in my life. Um, she will be our guest speaker April 25th at the Horizon Convention Center for the FCA Banquet. All right, how do they get tickets for that? Yeah, ECIN fca.org uh, there's Mulder. no charge yep. no charge to attend we'd love the whole public to be there all the public to be there um, again ecinfca.org you can get registration uh, information right there all right thanks buddy appreciate you oh love to be in here with steve jeff Mosier, starting our day listeners uh, all throughout east central indiana muncie delaware county and i see kansas and minnesota hi mom hold on a second Who, <laughs> hold on a second i'm clicking on the where's forsyth Georgia was Forsyth, Georgia. Yeah, you know somebody. Sure. You yeah. do? No, I don't. No, no, you don't. <laughs> More in a moment on WMUN.